Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go on a Friday. Good morning, everyone. Uh, out of nowhere, they're expecting some snow tomorrow. I remember commenting the other day, we had 10 days in the forecast, no precipitation. All of a sudden, we got a snow. Anyway, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, I am Len Berman. My special guest host today is WOR sports host Sal Lakata. Hi, Len. Sal, they... thanks for having me in, Len. What is this? What is the voice? What? What do you mean? What's the voice? Good morning. I'm excited to be here with you early in the morning. Okay, I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you had such a high voice. Yeah. Um, uh, you hear People him. People tell me, Len, I yell a lot. They do? I hope that's not the case. I hope you don't yell feel that way. Especially in the morning. Oh. We could use some yelling around yeah. here. It's awfully, <laughs> it's awfully quiet. Um, uh, you can hear Sal with Pete McCarthy on the Sports Zone on Wednesdays. He's an SNY contributor. That's the Mets TV network. And Sal, they told you this wasn't a sports show, didn't they? <laughs> uh, they did, Len. I've been nervous about it. I've been preparing about it. But, yes, I am certainly out of my comfort zone Did right you now. Did you take a wrong turn? What happened? Yeah, I, I'm reading the wrong side of the papers today. Usually I start from the back. Do you start from I, the back? Oh, See, I always, never yeah. did. So I think that's how I stumbled into this post-sports career because I always read the papers from front to back. The I, whole articles, though? You no, no, just, no, no, no. Okay. No, I'm a scanner. Okay, I'm a headline yeah. scanner. Right. Okay. Headline scanner. But also, I don't know about you. But my job uh, was to do the late sports news, and I'd sit in my office watching. I had four monitors on my desk. Okay. You know, you'd be watching all the local games and, and, and feeds and things. And I'd go home on the weekends. I did not want to turn on sports. So I called myself the uh, – well, I knew the listeners, the viewers – were, were non-sports fans because the people who watch the late news are really there for the weather and they're waiting for the Tonight Show. But um, but, but, but I, I became that kind of person where I became interested in sports, but I wasn't fanatic. In fact, if, if you would ask me who's the third line on the Rangers, I'd go humana, humana, and I'd be hard-pressed to tell you the second line. It know? is funny because, you know, my passion is sports, and you get into it, and everybody's like, oh, it's great. You want to go to the games. You want to watch the games on the weekend. I say, the, when I'm off, the last thing I want to do is anything oh, involving thing. sports. I remember having this conversation. Conversation in spring training uh, without Troutwood. Uh, Al, of course, with MSG. He's been here for like 50 years. Well, Al's no? been around yeah. a long time. But uh, at the time, MSG uh, was doing the Yankee games, and Al was involved with that. We were, so we were spring training, and this goes back. This is before 96 because we're in Fort Lauderdale with the Yankees. And I, and I said to Al, I said, Al, do you love sports? And he was just taken aback <laughs> by my question. Uh, and he had to really think about it. I figured what his answer was. And I explained to him my premise is, I like the drama. I like the stories. I think when there's interesting conflict, I think we, we have some interesting sports stories later this morning with the White House talking about mm. U.S. participation in the Olympics and Lindsey Vaughn taking a cheap shot at the president over the Olympics and stuff like that. I mean, I, I enjoy the uh, uh, the stories, but uh, 
my my longtime joke was I didn't want to be doing devil's scores. <laughs> not not to I don't want hey devil's fans, I'm not trying to disparage you. But that was my line. Yeah. I didn't want to be doing devil's fans at the age of sixty five. Devil's scores at the age of sixty five. Yeah. It just, just wasn't crazy. You need a balance sometimes, right? Too you much do. of anything is right. you know, it's never well, any good. So I you agree. want to be moderate. Well the thing with sports is like it's eating ice cream, you know, yeah. so you can't have eight desserts. And yeah, and it makes you sick. Too much I mean you you've a sports fan long enough, you know that it makes you sick. Well I, I and I tell this story and I and I'll get on to the big three stories in just a moment. But uh, towards the end of my tenure at Channel 4, it just wasn't fun. Uh, uh, there were a lot of changes in the newsroom. They were cutting back mm. on staff and editing. And all. But how I couldn't tell anyone it wasn't fun. How do I tell somebody, do you have to go to Yankee Stadium in 20 minutes and interview Derek Jeter? This job sucks. Yeah. You know, so no, one, no one can relate to that. Yeah. So it's the type of thing where you can't tell anyone it's a job. It's a job. Work is work. Regardless, my father always told me, I was like, ah, you're crazy. I'll love my job in sports forever. Work, right. And not that I don't, but right. you're, it eventually becomes work. It is a job. Our big three stories this morning. Well, if you name Frank, Frank, and Frank's, Frank, you're out. I mean, uh, the uh, now it's up to three members of Congress uh, who have quit over sexual harassment issues. You have Al Franken yesterday, although his, his, his quitting was a little dicey. He said, ah, the week's ahead, I'm going to step down and... Well, we'll see how many weeks. Uh, and uh, as well, by the way, this congressman from Arizona, Trent Franks, uh, he's a Republican, and he uh, says he's stepping down over some uh, sexual issues. Also in the big three, wow, those California wildfires rage on. Tens of thousands evacuated, homes destroyed. Ray, our assistant producer, did you ever get a hold of your cousin? Uh, what's going they're on? Still there? Not, they're still not allowed to go back in. I saw some pictures of their development. What, what town are they in? They're in that, uh, they're near the Creek Fire, which yeah. is that uh, the one in, uh, in Selma, I believe, is where it is, right. California. Well, the big and, one is what, the Thomas Fire? Yeah, the Thomas one, which I think is closer to the Santa Monica, it's closer right. to the coast. That's the, that's the one that's right. closing the 405. Right. And right, that, right. that's like an eight mile stretch closed. But they can't, they can see their development. They don't believe it is, but they're not letting anyone in still because they right. still could worry about flare ups. You have any friends out there, sir? Uh, I don't, but it, I mean, that's a scary. I, I'm a person who's definitely afraid of wind. Fire is scares well, me. Lightning gets me. Yeah, so there you go. There's certain things, right? And being in New York, it's more maybe terrorist attacks you worry about, subway right. things. You don't think of fires, but, right? But, right. And then in LA, if you live out there, fires, I mean, you that's you burn your, burn down your house. That's everything you ever worked for and things you have in there. So I hate to see that. Really, is there anywhere safe, Len? You go to Middle America, you're worried about uh, tornadoes and, and things like that. So we should just uh, yeah. crawl under a rock. Yeah, I want to go live in a basement somewhere. <laughs> I know. Um, the thing with the uh, the fires, I, I saw uh, some lady being interviewed on CNN. She, was, she had to get out. The fire was coming. So what do you take? She said she took her wedding album, oh. you know, and, and she took her wedding dress. She was recently married. I guess this lady who was being interviewed was married in the last 18 months, so she grabbed her dress, her wedding photo. But what do you take? I mean, I, I guess you take your passports. I don't know what that. Did you actually hear the story of um, somebody, the, the police, the, the fire department asked a family, well, we're going to get into your house. Is there anything you want us to take out? They had already been evacuated. And he said, can you get our Christmas tree? It has every ornament from our family from forever. Wow. Wow. And they carried out this guy's Christmas tree. It was the only thing he wanted. At that point, he's like, Christmas is going to be ruined, and we can't lose all our memories. Isn't that something? That yeah, something? I thought that was an incredible story. I don't know what I would do in that spot. I mean, you have to take Imagine. a couple of days. No, you can't decide. There's too many things. Right. Uh, yeah, I have all my, my awards. Yeah, I'm right. Kidding. Come on, of course you do. You gotta, you gotta have some kind Get of. Get that which, Emmy for which, me. Which Emmy should I? I mean, there's so many of them lying around the house. And, and, I mean, how do you choose one? Uh, rounding out the big three, really? It's gonna snow. So, come on, you know what is this all about? And we have Ray Stajic of the Weather Channel will be joining us about six twenty-three this morning. 
But obviously, I guess the biggest story is Al Franken, uh, Sal. Mm. And, the, and the biggest thing we've been struggling with on this program is uh, do you prioritize levels of sexual abuse? Well, obviously, right at the top is, uh, is Harvey Weinstein, the pig. Uh, you know, Matt Lauer's right up there. If you believe the time story, that that's uh, tantamount to, to rape. Um, what, what's and so the Al Franken thing? Do you then say, well, that's at the bottom of the level? Of the level he he wasn't a senator. He just kissed inappropriately. Or do you take the tack that uh, zero tolerance? They're all out, throw out all the bums. I think when you're talking about a position of power like that, I think you can judge them equally. But clearly, you have to—I mean, Stuart Smalley is not on the same level as Harvey Weinstein. It's just—it's a fact. Read the stories. They're they're different levels, and you can throw in a bunch of other people. But, yeah, and you're in a position of power. Do you want—as much as maybe people love Al Franken and respect what he's done, do you want a guy like that in government when he has any kind of issues whatsoever? I wouldn't. Now, he is claiming, although he's pretty much claiming this all happened before he was senator, but the stories have come out that he was senator and pictures were taken at the state fair up there and he reached down and grabbed the lady's tush while their husband's taking the picture. And I don't know. You know, we had that thing with George W. Bush Sr. grabbing someone's tush. I mean, is that... is it zero tolerance or is that? I don't know. I do think I that saying. Franken at a time in his life probably thought that this was funny. Clearly because he repeatedly did it on film when people didn't know he was doing it and pretended to do it. I don't think that the guy's a rapist like Harvey Weinstein, but it's Correct. still not appropriate behavior. Correct. I hear you. I, I do. Um, and uh, we have Al Franken from yesterday. Now, He's getting criticized from a lot of quarters over this. Uh, first of all, he didn't really resign. If he resigned, he'd walk out yesterday. He said he'll resign over the next several weeks. I heard one commentator think that, you know, he may pull it back. Um, is he staying around so he can vote on certain critical issues like, like taxes and, uh, and keeping the government open and those kinds of things? Or what's he all about? And also, uh, it was noted that he never apologized to the women. He said they should be heard. They never said, I, I apologize. And then... You know, he obviously made it political and took some uh, shots at the Republicans. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office, and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls' campaigns for the Senate with the, with the full support of his party. Yeah, so he's taking shots at other people in his own resignation. That I don't like. Whether he's right or wrong about it, just accept what you did, own up to it, and move on. You're trying to put other people down. I don't like that. Just take accountability for your for your actions. Yeah, that's and and uh, you know it's interesting that some Republicans are taking the tact that this is all totally political, and, the, and the, some Republicans urge urging. I'm not not saying in Congress, but I'm saying uh, pundits and 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 the such. Are, wanted him to stay, and they say, well, these are just the Democrats trying to make Republicans look bad, and this is all about Roy Moore, and, and this right. is just a phony baloney deal from the Democrats here. So everything, I've, I know, I learned a lot when I started doing this show, Sal. Uh, everything is political. Yeah, well, and that's... I never And I, I never knew that. But, I really, I'm naive. I never knew that 
everything from climate change to any, you know, uh, it's, it's nightfall, political, uh, you know, everything's political. Right, right or left. I didn't even know what that meant until I started working here and learning more about those things. It's not about right or left. It's about right and wrong. I agree. What Al Franken did was wrong. Right. And obviously what Roy Moore did is even worse. And the, the idea that he could still be running for something is ridiculous. Well, it happened 40 years ago. Yeah, who cares he when it happened? De- he denied it all. It's horrible. So it's, it's all wrong. I don't understand why there has to be a divide with right and left and, and as you said, make it political. Well, let me ask you a question because I, I, I've said this on the air several times, so forgive me. When I started doing this job, I don't know, I've, read the, I've read the New York papers my whole life. Until I started doing this job, I didn't know that the Daily News leaned left yeah, and, right. and the Post lead right. No idea. And that shows you how stupid and naive I am. Were you aware all the time? Uh, no. Again, I didn't even know what that meant. But now, of <laughs> course, you'd be foolish not to know. By the way, do we have the soundbite? Did uh, Stewart finish that off with, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, I grope a lot. Because really, I'm that's good what enough, we need from, from I'm Franken. I'm smart yeah, enough, and doggone it, I grope like a lot. Me. Well, that's the way it works. Thank you for asking me that sound by Sal. Sal bringing production with him. Sal Licata, our special guest co-host. We continue. Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. But first, here's our first look at traffic. Bernie Vider. At 624. Good morning, everybody. On Friday, December the 8th, my special guest host today, Sal Licata, who uh, helps uh, Pete McCarthy on the Sports Zone on Wednesdays. Uh, that's you, an understatement. How do you like it so far? I mean, you, I love it. Really? Pete, Pete, you know what, Len? No, not his. How do you oh. like this? Oh, this show? This is this is even better. Forget no, Pete McCarthy. No, no, no. Yet. On that show, you're probably saying, <laughs> fire the manager, trade yeah. this guy, yeah. get rid of that. So what, you can do that here. But like we said, that gets old, and now we're just having a normal conversation about everyday life and weather and politics. Yeah. It's great. So, but you don't want to fire anyone yet or get uh, anyone traded? Not yet. No, I want the all, the, all, all, all the right, all the people in power and government. I think they need to replenish everybody. But, oh, uh, everybody. Yeah. On all sides of the aisle. <laughs> well, what my father told me when I was very young, the only thing I learned about politics, and it turns to be true, they're all liars. I don't care what level, they are all wow. liars to some degree. All right. And that's, that's uh, is that inaccurate? Bipartisan. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, if you, you don't say know what so. that means, if you if you say <laughs> if you say so, now like, you're yeah. starting to babble like our weatherman Ray Stajic. Oh, Ray's on the line. Oh, okay. Say, oh, oh Ray. yeah, yeah. What okay, do you Stajic. think? I didn't, I didn't get what was coming. Boy, set me up Stajic. pretty good there. Sal. Here's here's the thing. Here's uh-huh. the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, you, Mr. Weather Channel. Yes, I sir. was remarking mm-hmm. how, for example, I was going to wash my car today, and I was remarking how, like, the ten day forecast. No precipitation. Zero. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of thin air, three to five, two to four, three to... What the hell's going on there? I don't know. It's got to be global warming. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Blame it on don't, something, Don't right? start on it. Don't no, start don't. It. Trust me, I'm not. That is a joke, by the way. Well, you can't do that with our audience. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. <laughs> all right. So uh, what... How? I, uh, seriously, though, I, I know you're going to tell me it's the atmosphere and it's Mother Nature and all that other BS you use or... Polar vortex. How's all of a sudden it goes from zero precipitation and what now? What's the forecast? Two to four, three to five. What? Uh, three to five. Three to five. That's not just the dusting. No, no, it's not. And listen, it changed from yesterday morning. Um, Why? Tell. Give me. Give me the science. And don't get too technical here. It's tracking further west. Tracking further west. What does that even yeah, mean? What, yeah, what and, and, well, that? you didn't want the science part of it. What so. does tracking west mean? So, that tracks west, uh, earl, then earlier, it's not going to come here. So earlier in the week, there there was forecast to be a low off the coast. So we were, say, 
I would say to Joe and then Jeff, Eastern Long Island, Eastern New England, maybe some snow, maybe some snow. Even as, as yesterday morning, we're even saying that. Now forecast guidance, or the models, as everybody likes to call them, has come a little bit further toward the west. So it brings that low closer to the coast. So that brings with it the precipitation further west. So that's what I mean by tracking west. So instead of the snow being eastern Long Island, eastern New England, now that line has come further toward the west. And three to five inches of snow tomorrow into tomorrow night is now the forecast. And, Ray, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know much about weather, much like politics. But this, this stuff changes, it seems, hourly. So sure. why are we supposed to get worked up? I know, offense, you guys are never right. I mean, it's supposed to be a big storm coming. <laughs> go get them, Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah go I, get them. Am I wrong, Ray? Uh, are you never right, Ray? <laughs> I wouldn't say never right. I mean, give me a big blue H and a sunny day, and I can nail it. Well, <laughs> it's all you know, a broken, a broken clock is where is right twice yeah, a day. Yeah. Well, I don't know about never right, but you know, it, it's sometimes well, we get them, sometimes we don't. I think the perception is that we miss a lot of them, but I, I don't think it's that many. Of course, we miss some, but I, I don't think it's as much as the public actually thinks. The statistics would show we're better than sixty or seventy percent. Uh, if you so, say so. We have no yeah, way to prove that. On, so you can make up any number. Yeah, yeah, really. Ray, to go for Ray's defense here, I think he's right because people remember the big storm and maybe we got 10 inches and not 17 inches, and that will stick in your head. Speaking of sticking. Yeah, stickage. stickage. Yeah, what do we stickage. got? Stickage. Oh, there's hashtag stickage. What do we got? I think stickage. Uh, it's just going to be three to five. Where? West, just tell me where. Where, where, where? In your where? backyard. You know what? No, no, for where? For Sal and you, there's going to be like 12 inches no, of no, snow no. in your backyard. <laughs> no. And you know what? Your shovel's going to break oh, and you don't stop, have any salt and stuff. Where's the three? This is serious <laughs> stuff here. That means sunny and 60s coming on. Where's the three? Sounds like yeah. it's serious. Where's the three to five? Where exactly is the three to five? Uh, I think five boroughs. Really? Long Island. Really? Southwestern Connecticut. Yeah, I'm seeing some one to threes out there. I five think that's a boroughs, little... three to five, and it's going to stick? Yeah. Initially, probably not. Now, I got into this discussion with Jeff about how they measure. Every hour, the Weather Service will measure. So initially, you may not see three to five stacking up on the ground. And you may say by the end of the event that, well, that's not three to five inches. But they'll measure every hour. So if they get an inch one hour, oh, then it compacts he's, he's or melts. Fudging. He's already he fudging. Is, and this, this is the problem. measuring business. He's making stuff Listen, up. I've been doing this 22 years. Yeah. If anybody can dance. Yeah, you're good. This guy. Ray. Right here. Ray, here's the deal, Uh though. Now it's this is a Friday morning. People have weekend plans ahead, like myself, maybe driving out to Long Island. What am I? Can I go? Am I going to be okay to drive out tomorrow morning? Come back Sunday? Do I have to cancel these plans? Hey, I want to hey, know, Ray. You guys, how long have you guys been doing this? How many years? A couple of weeks. I mean, how Sal's long have you with lived? this? Oh, Sal, are you so this? No, a couple of minutes. Yeah. No, I mean driving in the snow. Listen, will there be impacts? Some. If you are a reasonable person and a safe driver, you should be able to manage three to five inches of snowfall. In my honest opinion, I mean, I'm a Northeast guy myself. I went up and down Hunter Mountain, the blizzard of 96, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I remember walking to school. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ray, I, 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 before you finish, and we yeah. got we got to run to news. Just quickly, yep. the uh, L.A. fire winds. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Uh, less wind today, but it had gust hurricane force yesterday. Fremont Canyon. Hurricane 74. force winds. Yeah, 74 wow. miles. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Miles an hour. Um, now, everybody thinks LA fires. Downtown Los Angeles really hasn't been getting the worst. It's been in through right across the border, Los Angeles, Ventura County, where yeah. they've had the worst of the fires burning. Um, yesterday, the winds, the winds backed off a little today, but still very high fire. Will it pick up again? Uh, yeah, I think late in the right. weekend, another Santa Ana event right. coming in. All right, Ray Stajic. Thanks a lot. We give you a hard time. We love you. And, <laughs> All right, uh, baby. Three to five in the boroughs. See you guys. All right. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. Well, we're coming up on 630 and change with Joe Bartlett continuing this event. Where the hell is he? Uh, I think he's playing golf in Florida. He's he? in Florida. Yeah. He's down, uh, down I hope it's raining. It's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> was snowing in, did you see what's snowing in Texas? Three to five in Naples, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it was snowing in Texas. I, know. I don't know what to do that. Uh, uh, Houston, actually. Yeah. I, I, I lived Texas in Houston. A&M, yeah. I lived in Houston when I was a little kid, and I remember it snowed about three quarters of an inch one time. You went crazy, Oof. right? It was a heavenly experience <laughs> for a four-year-old kid. <laughs> it was. So with uh, Joe on vacation, Jeff McKinney capably filling in. So good morning, Jeff. Good morning, and we're still talking about Senator Al Franken, who has now made it official. Today I am announcing... That in the coming weeks, I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. He's stepping down after eight women came forward to accuse him of sexual misconduct, but he also is noting the irony of him being forced out while President Trump remains in office. And President Trump, of course, has his own allegations. Hey, what do you make of he'll resign in the next several weeks? That's not a resignation, really. Well, it's it's sort of well, it's sort of complicated too because Mark Dayton, who is the governor of Minnesota, Democrat, is the one very much a Democrat. He's the one who is going to be appointing the successor Mm -hmm. to Al Franken. He says he wants to do that in the next couple of days, and that successor probably is going to be his lieutenant governor. So oh. if he appoints her in the next couple of days, I don't know what that does to Franken's contention that he's going to stick around for the next few weeks. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know does if he this, has to duke it out with Mark Dayton or what. this have anything to do with the timing of Moore? I mean, isn't he supposed to, his thing is what, Tuesday? I mean, yeah. is, is he going to drag? December 12th. That, right, so what if Moore gets elected? Does Franken change his decision? Is he able to do that? I don't I think mean, he's able to change anything at this point. He so said this he's has leaving. nothing to do with that, you know? I think it's in the hands at this point of Mark Dayton. It's certainly... It's not in 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 the possibility, not in any realm of possibility for Franken to uh, renege on his resignation because Schumer et al. have now said, you're out of here. The Democrats don't want anything to do with him. The Democrats want to contrast themselves with the Republicans who are gathering around Roy Moore right now, despite the allegations directed at Moore, which I think in the minds of most people are worse than the allegations that oh, have been sure. directed yeah. at Al Franken. Yeah. Yeah, in the, in the minds of sane people, yes, I, I would believe so. The president, not, obviously not, not included. S- not sports fans. Yeah. <laughs> Six people have been injured after an out-of-control car slammed into a crowd of people in lower Manhattan. Happened yesterday. It happened at Liberty and Broadway with people saying there are too many aggressive drivers out there. If they have the light and we have the right away, they don't want to stay here for another light, trying to inch up to, like, go. But then at the same time, you have a bunch of people walking. 
So police uh, are investigating this as a possible road rage incident, but there's also an indication the driver may have experienced a medical issue. And uh, the copy doesn't say it, but I should say uh, these are not life-threatening. Oh, I was just going to ask you. So the yeah. uh, all not non-life-threatening. Right. Well, so, when the first time you hear a car plows into people, you're thinking terrorism. Mm. That's what I, I like. Especially it. in New York City after yeah. Halloween 2017. Right again, yeah. So, yeah, I've, if I'd been working yesterday afternoon, That's I my first thought when the, I would have been leaping into action at that. Because I'm just I'll reading Twitter at that time, and I said, my God, what's, what do we have Yeah, here? it's the first thing you think of. Uh, one of my sons lives right ah, there, okay. as a matter of fact. But everybody's okay. Good. Uh, and uh, you will see, in, in connection with what we were just now talking about, you'll see heightened security around the city this holiday season, including at uh, Christmas markets. There are extra officers and barricades in place to protect the crowds. And this, of course, comes after the terror attack of Halloween. The House and Senate have passed a two-week funding bill. The plan just kicks the can down the road, but at least keeps the government open for the next two weeks. But they'll have to get another agreement soon, with spending running out three days before Christmas. Would you swap out your husband or wife for a robot. <laughs> well, I'm here to say, no, I would not. It depends who your husband's wife. If anyone's smart around here, they wouldn't publicly say yes, but <laughs> there might be some people. Well, who some people who are. Look at that robot do, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Apparently, they can do everything. 27% of people between the ages of 18 and 34 say they would have a relationship with a robot. What do they know? Is this the millennial group again? I don't know. These are odd What people. kind of relationship are we talking about here? Yeah. What are you talking and, about, Jim? Uh, I mean, cooking and cleaning? This is or? about, well, apparently this is about L'Amour because it's a French L'amour. study. It's a French study. Yeah. A French study says Roy Moore? men. L'Amour. <laughs> no, not. What? No, this Robot is not. Robot with a little baby? A this kid? is not Moore-esque love. Uh, okay. La, oh, L'Amour, uh, the French word for love. L'Amour. Okay. Uh, French study says men are, th- I believe this, men are three times more likely to date a robot than than a woman Jeez. might be. Just men are idiots. <laughs> men are idiots. Despite we, millennials, the women, and, most women are married to robots. As yeah, it right. is. So. <laughs> Despite millennials embracing robots, oh, that's cold. They admit that technology is bad for society. Oh, good. Seventy percent say smartphones right. are weakening human bonds. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's true. And forty-two percent say they're less happy after spending time on social media. So don't do that. Yeah, right. They're less off happy. Social media. That's like uh, knocking your head against the wall and it feels good when you stop. I mean, that's, come on. I don't know what that is. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't we do we have to have social media, though, right? Being in this business, you oh, have to be I on. I think the, it's great. You, but I hate it. You don't hate Twitter and the negativity. No, I like you feel, oh, the negativity. I, Facebook, I want no part of. I don't wait care what anybody else The negativity else is or the fact that you have to be tethered to it no, wait at a second. all the time? I you, hate everything about it. You mean it. the fact that that guy tweeted the show yesterday and said, Lud Berman, your show's beginning to suck? <laughs> Are you talking about that guy? <laughs> And I say, what do you mean, just beginning? Well, I can't get any credit around here. Anyway. Wow. But that, you know what that means, though? You know what that means? When he's, it means he's listening. Well, good. I don't know. I hope. It's not, but do you care? I mean, are you on Facebook? I mean, I am, but I don't do a lot on Facebook. I, I don't care what anybody bit. else is doing. I no, barely I care about, you know, I would barely care about my own children. I don't care about what anybody else's well, children I know. are doing. I, the, the people who post all the kid pictures, I always oh, wonder about please. that because of security. But uh, I think Twitter is a great source for news. Yes. You just have to vet the news sites you're getting from, but that's the fastest. You know, we used to, for years, we did. I remember walking into a newsroom to look at a UPI machine ticking away. Oh, I know, remember that. To get, to get the news. Know and, then it, and then it runs out of paper. you got to right. figure out how to he reload even, it. Sal doesn't even know what that is. So I remember every day at Channel 4, I'd walk across the hall when I first got there every right. few minutes just to see if there's some new news. We didn't have computers on the desk. And now, and Twitter is the fastest source. Mm-hmm. Anyway, coming up, a Brooklyn man tried to kill some roaches. Instead, he blew up his apartment. Oops. And it is 6.43 on a Friday morning. I'm Len Berman, special guest host this morning. 
Another sports guy. He got uh, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm around too many sports guys. Sal Licata, who's a WOR sports host. You hear him with Pete McCarthy on the Sports Zone on Wednesday nights. He's also an SNY contributor. What do you do for them? They're the Mets Network. Yeah, I mean, uh, provide content, personality. We give uh, you provide, opinion. You yeah. provide personality. <laughs> If you could believe that, Len, yeah, I mean, Wait, we, so you're on these roundtable discussions. Well, kind of right. So all different shows. There, you know, the opinion shows, whether right. it's Daily News Live or Loudmouths or the show at night, we react to the. You're stuff on Loudmouths. Yeah, that's one of the names of the show. So Loudmouths. Loudmouths. Does that fit or what? Yeah, it does. Yeah, right. yeah you're, you're, you're a, v- a voluble guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, we were talking a moment ago about social media. Sal's not a big fan, but I, I like the immediacy of Twitter. But the problem is. It leaves you hanging, and yesterday was a perfect example. You look on Twitter and it says, oh, my God, a vehicle crashed into pedestrians in lower Manhattan. He's oh, my God, here we go again. Mm. And it was agonizing for me until I finally saw the story of, of what it was all about. It seems uh, it was an accident. Well, it was a chain reaction accident, and the driver, in fact, may have had a medical issue, and that's what caused it. But there was a, a chain reaction crash. A guy was struck on a, on a bicycle. Uh, the 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 SUV winds up on the sidewalk. Six people are hurt. And it's terrible. But, of course, when you hear it, initially you think, uh-oh, here we go with the bike path in Tribeca again. Well, that is part of the problem with social media or just everybody wanting everything now. So reports come out. Even with the terror attack during Halloween, the first reports were, oh, a road rage incident. And, obviously, that was completely incorrect. So, right. same thing. Now you're thinking, oh, it's a, it's a terrorist attack. It's a terrorist attack. And then you hear road rage. And now it may be that the driver had a medical issue. So, yeah, with the way that we get news now, people don't fact check it first. It's not an actual result. Oh, this could happen. This might be the incident. And then, right. of course, you know, you're, everybody's scared, wondering what, what the heck's well, going you gotta on. you got to be careful. And that, you're right. The first reports on Twitter, road rage, uh, the driver – uh, who was involved, complained of chest pain when he was questioned by police, taken an ambulance, was not expected to be charged. Here's here's uh, an eyewitness account from the events yesterday. We heard the bang, and then everybody came out to the window, looked down, and the guy tried to run away. He hit the other two cars. They came out, and he wanted to, I guess, run away. The cops got him, and he really? got arrested. I ran away? I thought he had chest pains. Anyway, this, mm. this happened at Broadway and Liberty Street near Zuccotti Park. If they have the light and we have the right away, they don't want to stay here for another light, trying to inch up to, like, go. But then at the same time, you have a bunch of people walking. All right. So apparently uh, Jeff McKinney from the newsroom says not serious conditions. The six people are hurt. Now, did you hear about this uh, roach bomb? Now, I'm going to I'm going to tell you and I'm going to prove to you that I'm an awful person. <laughs> I admit it up front. I'm just a terrible person. I'm going to read the first line of the story from the Daily News. <laughs> and I challenge you not to smile or laugh. OK. A flash explosion caused a roach bomb, and a, a lit pilot light was so powerful, it sent a cat hurtling through the window. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. I, I, I'm a bit. That proves I'm a bit. Ray laughed over there. Our assistant producer, you're laughing. I'm glad, Len, you brought that up because I felt like a bad person. I'm obviously a new guy here. I don't want you to think I'm some kind of mean <laughs> person, but I thought that that's. Can you imagine a cat going flying out a window? It's, it's funny. All right. Well, here's what. Uh, apparently, everyone's okay, but they had this big roach bomb explosion. The inside of the apartment is intact. It's intact. It's amazing. All right, and uh, there was a noise here. Yeah. It got me worried because she's on the 17th floor. She's an elderly woman. So it got me worried. Like, what happens if something does happen? She's in the, in the 17th floor. How is she going to get down here? They, they shut those elevators down. She got to go down. I don't think she's coming down those steps. Yeah, worried about the uh, people in the building and elderly. There. But here's the, uh, the other bite here. I heard a big boom, but I didn't know what it was. All right, now, big boom. You weren't here, but our favorite big boom was from this uh, uh, train accident. And remember this, this uh, eyewitness down in Brooklyn? Remember that incident? 
and all of a sudden, boom, boom, like. So, so that other guy just said it was a boom. <laughs> I heard a big boom, but I didn't nothing. know what it was. There's nothing there. We needed, we needed her. And all of a sudden, boom, boom, like. There you go. So you need a good eyewitness. <laughs> That's an explosion, right? Is there. that great? <laughs> a good eyewitness sound effect. All right, coming up. Uh, the Olympics. My goodness, uh, was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders serious? And no decision's been made? I'm not sure that's true. Are we really going to boycott these Olympics over nukes? Really? And what Lindsey Vaughn had to say. Coming up next with First Traffic, Bernie Viter. At 6.54 in the a.m., I'm joined by special co-host, WOR sports host Sal Licata. Sal, we'll do a little sports here. Can you handle it? I think it? I can handle this segment with you, All right. right. What do you think of this? All of a sudden, and I don't think uh, it's talking about all of a sudden, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, what, what do you make of this? Uh, Nikki Haley started it. Then Sarah Huckabee Sanders followed through. Uh, well, listen, here was her line when asked about the U.S. participating in the Olympics. Sarah Huckabee Sanders yesterday at the White House. No official decision has been made on that. The goal is to do so, but um, that'll be a decision made closer to time. This seems now hearing from the Olympic people, this seems like somebody's I don't know. What do you make of this? And then she had a tweet, I thought, later saying something different. And also, doesn't the government have nothing to do with this? I believe that it's just up to the committee if they want to go and compete in it. As far as I was reading, well, and Jimmy, Car- back in, you know, Jimmy right. Carter in 1980 pulled the U.S. Uh, I think it was a Carter decision that we weren't going to participate in the Moscow Olympics in 1980. Right, but then I thought that they said the committee decided to let them go anyway or send a team. At least that was a story that I read last yeah. night. So, uh, look, I'm not well-versed in, in this in the Olympics and all that nonsense, whether they should go or not. But come on. I mean, of, of course you want to keep everybody safe, but they should be participating in it, don't you think? Oh, I think so. As she, Well, it's going to be – it's a tough Olympics because you have nukes a few miles away. But after she said that at the White House briefing, she did tweet out and seemed to walk back those comments and said the protection of Americans is our top priority. Mm. We are engaged with the South Koreans and other partner nations to secure the venues. Uh, Wouldn't you guess, though, that uh, people are going to be hesitant to just go vacation in South Korea and see the Olympics? Yeah, I I mean, wouldn't you personally? If somebody said, hey, you guys want to go cover the Olympics? I'd say no thanks. I told you I'm afraid to walk outside because you're afraid of terrorist attacks. I'm not going to the Olympics in South Korea. No, thank you. Well, the first uh, big foreign Olympics after 9-11 was Athens, which I did cover for NBC, and it was obvious to me because I had been in Atlanta, I had been in uh, Sydney, and I had been in Salt Lake, and, and usually during the Olympics you have crowds of people just milling about and enjoying the city and the atmosphere. You didn't have that in Athens. I think people were just worried about security. People did show up for the events. Uh, not a lot of milling. Aren't security issues at the Olympics, regardless of the you know climate, uh, political climate and all that stuff, aren't they always a Huge. major concern and issue? Absolutely. Right. It's always in it. before every Olympics you hear complaints about traffic, about crowds, about security. But for every Olympics, uh, even to get into the Olympic Hotel, now not in Atlanta, but once, uh, uh, I don't think Sydney, but once 9-11 hit, even for us as credentialed NBC people, even to walk into our hotel, every time we walked into our our own hotel, you had to go through a magnetometer. Wow. And one time in Athens, I was going out to dinner, so I didn't wear my credential. Well, I was immediately costed by closed, uh, 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 plain closed, 
uh, security guys, and they walked me to my room to make sure I had a credential. They were they weren't messing around, so yeah. very very tough stuff. Now, what do you make of Lindsey Vaughn? Listen to her uh, comment. She's of course the uh, Olympic skier who had an affair with Tiger Woods, and uh, you know she's going to be skiing for the U.S. in the Winter Games. Here's what she had to say: I hope to represent the people of the United States, not the president. She's going to represent the people of the United States, but not the president. Would you accept an invitation to the White House if you were to win Olympic gold in Pyeongchang? Absolutely not. Hmm. Now, you know, first of all, she, she's entitled to her political viewpoint, but tell me an athlete who's ever said in the history of the Olympics that I'm going over to represent my president. I mean, I, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, of course you're representing your country. I don't think anyone's representing an individual. The problem that I have with this now, and again, I'm not a Trump supporter, but it's disrespecting the office. It is disrespecting the president of this country. So you can feel that, but to go out and say it is very disrespectful to me, and it's distasteful. And it's happened a lot, Len. You've seen you know teams declining to go to the White House. and all know, different. This is a little different because you're talking about something bigger as far as the Olympics. That is representing the country, and to go a step further and saying you're not going to represent the president, I just find it very disrespectful. I do. I think that's dopey on Lindsey Vaughn's uh, part and uh, inappropriate. How about this Olympic doctor? Uh, he hasn't been sentenced yet for all the abuse he gave those uh, young female gymnasts, but he was sentenced to 60 years in, in federal prison uh, for child pornography. How does he not get life? 60 well, that years, is, that's it? That's going to be life. How, how, how old is this guy? I don't know. He's 54. Yeah, I know, but Well, still. that's life. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. So no, let's, I, say he, let's say he serves half a sentence. I mean, he's at least 84. It is unbelievable. This, this is the child of porn, but he's also going to be sentenced eventually for all the, uh, all the nonsense he did with the young uh, gymnasts. I mean, he, so then he will eventually get that sentence. I mean, yes. Uh, Olympians Ali Raisman, Kayla, uh, uh, Maroney, Michaela Maroney, Gabby Douglas said they were victims when he worked the U.S. gymnastics and accompanied them to workouts at international events. Man, he should be killed. It should be the death <laughs> sentence for him. Jeez, you're tough. Oh, come on, Len. I mean, that's, uh, that's horrible. Abusing Adic- all those uh, molesting young children. The death sentence? Yes, yes, oh. I believe. Yeah, I mean, Capital maybe that's all wrong, but that's how now, I feel. These sports guys are tough. Anyway, I just <laughs> I, I just don't like the uh, the Lindsey Vaughn thing. I think that's uh, – no, one, no one's representing – no one ever says they're representing the president or whatever. So when we come da- uh, come back, it's either Franken, Franks, anyone with a similar name is stepping down from Congress. You had Al Franken on the Senate side. You had Franks, a Republican from Arizona, on the Republican side. We'll deal with those issues and the latest in the uh, sexual assault stories. They're just... Uh, they just, they just won't end. And that's coming up uh, right after the news with Jeff McKinney. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right here on 710 WOR at seven o'clock. Good morning, everyone. On a Friday, December the 8th, we're expecting the blizzard of 17 tomorrow. Three to five in the city. Jeez, where'd that come from? Out of the blue. Uh, Starting tomorrow, uh, my guest host today is the WOR sports host, Sal Licata. Now, you you hear... uh, Sal with Pete McCarthy on Wednesday. So they let you in on Wednesdays only. Huh? Only Wednesdays, yeah, okay. yes. 
in my neighborhood, that's half price wine night. But here, <laughs> here it's uh, Licata and Pete McCarthy. Uh, and you're also an SNY contributor. So I welcome you, Sal. If you weren't with us before, sports guys are tough. Uh, we were talking about the uh, Olympic doctor who was sentenced to 60 years in prison for child porn. And Lakata said death penalty. Yeah, no, well, just kill him. Just. Not just for that, because of, you know, obviously molesting all the young girls, the gymnasts, Lana. Yeah, for me, I have – that's a zero tolerance thing for me, death penalty. Okay. okay. Yeah. I hear you. you kill them. Kill them off. <laughs> we, were t- we were doing a, a sports segment before, and, and the, st- the sports story we didn't get to, which I wanted to uh, mention, uh, was the Nets owner, Mikhail Prokhorov, He's caught in the middle of this uh, Russian um, doping scandal. Did you hear about this one? Uh, Prokhorov allegedly paid off a Russian Olympic athlete millions of rubles, <laughs> which is the equivalent equivalent of several hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and, and it was hush money. So Prokhorov was going to pay this athlete not to reveal Russia's elaborate doping scheme. Is there anything? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Is there anything, Len, that can be trusted? I'm not, I mean, obviously, we can't trust the Russians. You know that. And Prokhorov, but remember, Prokhorov bought the Nets, and you're thinking, oh, wow, here's a good owner. He's going to try to write that franchise. It, it just, there's always something going on, regardless if it's sports, if it's politics, always something dirty going on behind the scenes. Is anything yeah. sacred anymore? You're talking about in, in all sports? Well, uh, and just in general. I mean, college football, you know, was the most corrupt thing ever, but I'm talking about in po- all these sexual scandals and people right. getting taken down, right. hush money here hush money there it's hollywood it's you know sports it's it's government it's everywhere uh let's see uh and this guy's denying it of course uh, through the russian Shocker. news agency not not, not prokhorov but the guy he supposedly gave the money to is saying uh i received uh, the statement that i received uh some money from prokhorov is a lie now that wasn't prokhorov selling off did, did he already sell it off or was he selling off 49 percent of the nets to that Alibaba executive. Right, I thought he sold it already, okay. if I'm not mistaken. So he's, he's still the not... majority owner, but uh, anyway, he – well, no, this is someone else. Let's see. So this is this is a, a woman. Uh, he supposedly in sworn to – oh, here it is. Whistleblower Rachenkov, who exposed the doping scandal after fleeing to the U.S., allegedly – alleged in sworn testimony that Prokhorov paid Russian biathlete Irina Starkey to keep her quiet after she stumbled upon the screen on the scheme. This is according to the Wall Street Journal. So I don't know. So Prokhorov, now that's not a good thing. I, I, I as an NBA owner, right? You shouldn't be bribing people to to shut up about drugs. Well, there's something uh, not quite right there. All right, our big three stories this morning on a Friday morning. Um, three members of Congress now have quit over sexual harassment issues. You have Conyers, Franken, and Franks. You had two yesterday, Franken and Franks. Also in the big three, that California wildfire rages on. Tens of thousands evacuated, homes destroyed. Later on this morning, we're going to have a live report from Alex Stone in the Ventura area. You know, for us, it'll be 740. For him, it's the middle of the night, hmm. 440. He's going to be reporting live. But uh, what a scary situation that is out in California. Uh, yes, there's unbelievable. Can't imagine that, right? right? We don't deal with that here on the East Coast ever, but you hear about it. It's a very scary situation. Yeah, absolutely. Rounding out our big three. Well, I mentioned it before, snow, really? Where did that come from? I mean, they had said 10 days of, of dry, no precipitation, and suddenly, out of the blue, they're predicting, and we had Ray Stajic of the Weather Channel on with us before. He's saying three to five in the boroughs, Long Island. Now, three to five, that's a little bit of snow, you know? That's It alters your weekend plans. It does, I would think. All right, Al Franken resigning. Uh, this, is, this is an interesting story because how do you parse what's really bad 
and what's really, 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 really bad. I mean, so obviously what Harvey Weinstein did, uh, you know, that in many cases deserves jail time. What Matt Lauer did, if the New York Times is accurate, they described rape. And I, I don't know if they're, I don't know if the NYPD is investigating him. They are investigating Harvey Weinstein. But then you had Al Franken, he obviously did a lot less, but there are those who say, hey, Zero tolerance, that's it. And, of course, the day before all, you know, Kirsten Gillibrand started it, one of our senators in New York, and then, what was it, 26 senators, including Schumer, they all jumped on the bandwagon and said, Franken should resign. Now, here was Franken on the floor of the Senate yesterday. Today I am announcing that in the coming weeks I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. So he says, coming weeks. Uh, I said, I don't, I, you know, why not, mm. why not today, as of today? I don't know what the coming weeks is all about and how many, that's a, that could be a lot of weeks. It could be not a lot of weeks. What's the deal on that? Yeah, I, I'm going to resign, but I'll do it on my own terms in a few weeks. Yeah. You either step down immediately or, or yeah, you don't, I would, right? I would think so. I would, I would think. And then if this was the, uh, is this the rip job he does on the Republicans? Here he goes. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office, and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls' campaigns for the Senate with the, with the full support of his party. Now, I, I, I honestly don't know if that's appropriate. So he, he goes down, but he, he's taking shots at the president and Roy Moore, I think, if you're resigning from the Senate, I think you just uh, resign and go away. Take accountability. It's about you. It's yeah. not about Moore or Trump at this right. point. He's no. pointing fingers. Hey, well, he did it too. Well, he's making a political. Now a lot of Republicans have come out and said, not not in Congress, but but they think the whole idea of Franken resigning is just to put uh, make Democrats look like they're taking the high road and they're the good guys and the Roy Moores and the Trumps of the world are bad guys. So, uh, But, you know, if they're accused of politicizing, well, it was really Al Franken who started it all here. Let, let's hear some more from Franken. It gave some people the false impression that I was admitting to doing things that, in fact, I haven't done. Some of the allegations against me are simply not true. Others I remember very differently. That's some hell of, and the other some, some hell of a, of, a, of a, he never apologized. Yeah, well. never apologized to the women, and now he's saying a lot of the stuff wasn't true. And he's not stepping down today, but he's taking shots at Republicans. The more you parse his statement, the more he looks worse. Uh, he sounds very nervous, too, in that. I can't get past his voice because I hear Stuart Smalley. I don't know. How does this guy get this job anyway? He's a writer on Saturday Night Live. He's an actor on Saturday Night Live. Now you promote him to government. It's like guys getting managerial jobs in baseball with zero experience. But he, look, he's got to step down. I think it's the right thing to do here. I didn't like that he didn't take accountability. You mentioned Stuart Smalley. Well, that's uh, here. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, I grow people up. like me. People like me. That was his, uh, he looked in the mirror and do that bit, huh? And he was, I mean, I liked him as a comedian, but come it's on. okay. Well, what, what has, he was a writer? Yeah, right, he was okay. Yeah, creative exactly. writer, but then he's going to get that job? Uh, All right, well, he claims here, some more of his speech yesterday, that he's a different person from the one he's portrayed as. I've earned a reputation as someone who respects the women I work alongside every day. I know there's been a very different picture of me painted over the last few weeks, but I know who I really am. 
Okay, and who is that? <laughs> it's, it's someone who's really not apologizing. One, one final line from Franken. I may be resigning my seat, but I am not giving up my voice. I will continue to stand up for the things I believe in as a citizen and as an activist. All right. I mean, I'm saying there are those who said, well, he shouldn't have resigned. He should fight on if he's really not that person. And, and there are others who are saying this is all a, a Democratic political stunt uh, to make the Republicans look bad. So wherever you stand, I, I guess the answer is, and I've struggled with this. I've admitted it. I mean, this is clearly, he's clearly not the monster that Harvey Weinstein is, but I, I guess you have to adopt a zero-tolerance policy. Well, That's it. Wouldn't that be decided in the court of law? Like, Harvey Weinstein's going to get in trouble legally. Now, Franken, right. may he's going to have to step down. He's not. I would not think he's going to no. face criminal. So it's that's no where thing. it gets decided. But to say that, oh, okay, well, Moore and Trump are did, did worse, you just have to separate them and take it for what it is. And for what Franken has done and been accused of doing, he can't be in government. He can't be in office. I'm sorry. Well, it's on a case-by-case basis. So what would happen is there'd be an ethics trial, so to right. speak, in the Senate. And I think it's very difficult to govern as any. And that's why this other guy, Frank, stepped down, or that's what he claims. So this is the uh, – it's funny how similar a name. His name is uh, – he's a Republican congressman from Arizona named Trent Franks. He says he's going to step down from Congress uh, because two female staffers were uncomfortable because he approached them about bearing a child for him and his wife. So he's talking to his two staffers about surrogates. Uh, and in a statement issued by his office, he denied ever engaging in sexual misconduct. He confirms he's going to vacate his seat by the end of January. He said uh, nobody was ever physically intimidated, coerced, or uh, any sexual contact with any member of his congressional staff, but he says he's resigning because he's deeply convinced that an ethics investigation will put a distorted and sensationalized spin on the times he asked two female staffers about serving as maternal surrogates for his wife. I don't know. I, I have my doubts about this, this statement. It, it, I don't. There's th- something else there. Yeah, I think I, so. No question about it. And he's trying to get out in front of it and step down. We know that, look, if you take that for face value, having a conversation about being a surrogate, is that a problem? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so either. But there's more to it. And, and if there wasn't more to it, there's no way he's stepping down. And, I, and I've said before, if I'm ever accused of something that's just patently false, I'm going to stand on a mountaintop and scream. I'm going to say, give me a lie detector test. I'm going to say, give me truth serum. Give me anything you want. You know, I would scream and yell from to anyone who would listen. So the fact that he's just meekly saying, yeah, I talked to two. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Me- well, here we go. Okay. Sorry. If one of you guys came up to me and started saying, you know, Natalie, your uterus, can I use it? Well, that's inappropriate. I would be. It's very inappropriate. Well, Natalie, what if what if what if he said to you, you know, my wife and I are having trouble conceiving. Is it possible? Would you consider I would being be a surrogate? So uncomfortable. I cannot tell you. Wait, how Wait, did he I'd ask be. specifically, or what if he was just saying in general? Oh, you know, Natalie, my wife and I are having trouble conceiving. We're All right, thinking. Hang about- on. Let's continue this discussion in just a moment because Natalie's going to put us in our place. But coming up next, let's go to traffic. Here's Bernie Vida. Here along with Sal Licata, you hear him on the Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. So here we are, just a couple of dopey sports guys, and we're talking about <laughs> Congressman Trent Franks from Arizona, who's stepping down, and his inappropriate behavior was apparently a discussion with two female former staffers about being surrogates. He said he and his wife have trouble, a long struggle with infertility. He talked to a couple of staffers about 
uh, being a surrogate. And, of course, Lakata and I said, well, what's the big deal with that? To which our great executive producer, Natalie, said. So much wrong with that. There's so much wrong with that. First off, he is your superior. What do you say to somebody who holds your, you know, your paycheck? Oh, I know what you say. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. What were you saying? That's okay. I mean, and these women, the position you're put in, and I don't know if they've had children already, they haven't had children already. Besides the fact that these, this is somebody you work for, and now you have to make a decision on whether you want to use your body as a, a vessel for their child. Wow. It is just right. the strangest thing. Plus, when you really think about it, it, it's now for him, he is tied to this person forever. Now as an employee, what do you do if she's not living up to her job? You want to fire her. Wow. How do you handle that situation do, after she's come, just carried your kid? Where did this all come from? Do you, are you reading some report? I mean, how did you get all this? I mean, just think about it for 10 seconds oh. and it comes up in your head. Right, but we don't know specifically what he said. I, I'm with you, Natalie, in that I definitely think it's much worse than the face value conversation about somebody being a surrogate at some point. But I just feel like that conversation, if it was had in a proper manner, would not be no. something that we're Don't you on. think this Not more? for someone you work with. And first of all, then there's a... Get paid to be surrogates. How do you deal with that situation well, now, now? Don't you think there was more? You think this is the whole issue? I don't think it's the whole issue. And I think if if this situation really did happen, just the, the talking of the surrogate, should he resign? Absolutely not. It's absolutely not appropriate, and he should be reprimanded for it. Okay. He should not have that. That should never happen. All right, so those women should never be put in that position. But yeah, is there another side of the story? I'm sure there's okay, something. Okay, let's put this to our listeners. If you have some thoughts, uh, eight hundred. Uh, 3210710-800-3210710 is asking uh, a staffer about surrogacy. Is that a reason to resign? And please don't ask me. Right, Anyone around here, never ask me. We're not talking about asking the person to be the surrogate, right? We're just talking about in general, the topic, surrogacy. No, well, 800-3210710. Do any listeners have a thought on that? Is that inappropriate for a a congressman to ask staffers about surrogacy and talk to them about having my baby what a lovely way of saying how much you love well that's the inappropriate part because god get rid of that Ray. i mean really you don't want that. come on ray not love you know it's not love. it's a staffer you don't want to love me as a staffer come on i mean but having my baby i mean that part so he he says that's it. I, it's, it would be investigated, and, he, and his feeling was this is the Congressman Trent Franks, a Republican from Arizona. He said he was deeply convinced, oh, not, not just convinced, Salicata, mm. deeply convinced that an ethics investigation would put a distorted and sensationalized spin on the times that he asked two female staffers about serving as maternal surrogates. Or his wife. Please. I mean, it's such a joke. Uh, like you said before, Len, I'd have to go kicking and screaming if it was something I didn't believe I did wrong. And now to resign and come out and try to get in front of this, I'm sure he's going to be embarrassed by the details that come out. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I do have the feeling, I mean, and Natalie sort of agreed, that there may have been more to the story than that. Yeah, so I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go to uh, Donna. Hey, Donna, you're in your car. Drive safely. You must feel uh, strong about this issue. Uh-oh. 
He's breaking up. Donnie, you're breaking up uh, with your with your car phone. But, you know, hang on or try to get back to us. But uh, she's gone now. No, Donna, give her one more shot. Let's try. Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Donna, turn off your radio. <laughs> okay. All right. Donna? If, if HR... If HR was. Donna, turn the radio okay. off, for goodness sakes, please. I don't know how to do this. Okay, so so here's the... Oh, boy. Oh. Bye, Donna. Oh, boy. So Holy if you're going to call cow. us, here's how it works. <laughs> I, well, you know what? Well, she, well, if it's hands-free, why are we hearing the radio, too? That should block out the radio, right? Oh, well, Prakka, you'll still hear that. You'll still hear it. No, that's why you I, gotta shut the, no yeah. when, I, when I talk on the phone, it shuts the radio off in my car. Well, that's if, if you have one connected to the car, not if you have an independent Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, right. right. So if you're going to call us, I just beg of you, please. Uh, please listen to me when I tell you to shut <laughs> your the radio, radio off. Down. Does Betty want to talk to us, uh, Natalie? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's talk to Betty in Jackson Heights. What do you, uh, Oh, Maggie. In Jackson Heights. Hey, Maggie. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? So what do you think? Is it inappropriate for the congressman to ask the staff? No. You know what? I, I don't know that how he asked the question or if he was discussing it with a bunch of people saying, you know, we're just having such a hard time. And I don't know if these ladies are just sort of joining the bandwagon a little bit now. Oh, let's see how much. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We can get out of this little deal here. I, I just don't believe it. I just think this guy's a little weak. He should be like, uh, you know, Donald Trump. I didn't do it. Let's take a look at her. She's ugly. Yeah, you answer the question. Whoa. That's what's going on here. Look, if Donald Trump could get away with it, hey, come on. (laughs) All right. Good call. Thanks. Thanks, Great point. Well, but it's... uh, Well, I don't... You know, she's she's indicating these women are out for something. I don't know that that they're coming after him. I don't know if they're... Bribing him or the anything. topic at face value should not be off limits. It's the way that you would say something. That's what I would think. I still think there's more than meets the eye. All right, coming up on 731, uh, Joe Bartlett's on vacation. So sitting in for him here with the latest headlines is Jeff McKinney. Hey, Jeff. And there are protests in the West Bank today after President Trump's decision to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. This is being called a day of rage with protesters gathered at Jerusalem's Damascus Gate this afternoon. They're tough. In an effort to ease tensions, police announced they wouldn't be restricting Palestinians' access to Jerusalem's Temple Mount during prayers. And the issue for the Palestinians, of course, is that they say in any future Palestinian state, they would require that East Jerusalem be the capital of that state. So they don't want the Israelis to have full control of Jerusalem in perpetuity. And they think that is what's happening now with Trump. The NYPD investigating whether road rage led to an accident that injured six people. A livery cab slammed into two other vehicles before hitting a crowd of people at Liberty Street and Broadway. The driver was arrested, but the driver is saying he may have had some sort of medical issue that caused that. Senator Al Franken has, of course, made it official, announcing his resignation from Congress amid sexual misconduct allegations. Franken claims some of the allegations are false. Other incidents he remembers differently from his accusers, he says. He also noted the irony of him resigning while President Trump remains in office, despite the 
accusations against him. You'll see heightened security around the city this holiday season, including at those Christmas markets. There are extra officers and barricades in place to protect the crowds. And this comes after a terror attack in lower Manhattan last month. How about SantaCon? Will there be extra security for that to, to protect the Santas, maybe? I don't know. You know, I, I'll always remember Alice Stockton Rossini doing a story in 2013 about yeah. SantaCon. And the story, as I played it, began thusly. Ho, 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 there's Santa puking in the snow. <laughs> oh, no! Let me write this down. Oh, I'm Alice Stockton Rossini, 710 WOR. That's a great line. There's Santa. You know, it's funny you should mention that because uh, Alice this morning will be giving us a preview because it's time for SantaCon this weekend. Well, in fact, later on in this hour, we'll have a preview of her report. So let's see. Ho, 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 there's Santa puking in the snow. There's a, ho, there's a ho, child. Ho, 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 there's Santa puking in the snow. I think Clement Moore wrote that. Uh, yeah. It was the night before Christmas. <laughs> You could come up with a better line. Please call me. Could could the U.S. skip the Olympics next year? The White House says there hasn't been a decision yet. Two months. Well, that's next year. I know, but you make it sound like it's far off. Yeah, but it's in the next calendar year. Uh, The White House says there's not been a decision yet on whether to send athletes to Seoul because of security reasons. There, no official decision has been made on that. Mm, That's White House press secretary (laughs) Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I think she was jumping the story. I don't, you know. Well. No decision has been right. made. Well, no decision has been made on whether there's a tooth fairy or not officially. Just my opinion. Go ahead. All I know is that tooth fairy is throwing around a lot of money now that she didn't throw around in my day. I know. What did I, I get, a nickel? I can't believe my what did, wife. What did you get? I got a quarter, but my wife. You, well, you, I think oh. my wife gave my grandson 20 bucks. Mike, what the hell's going on 20 here? 20 bucks? 20 bucks. A quarter. We no, got a quarter, got, and I was happy to get it. Used to I, don't be think I, got a, I don't think I got a quarter. I was happy. Well, I think I got a, a lot older than I am. If your kids won't do their homework, yes. dress them up as Batman. New research published in the... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Snowflake, let's dress up in our Halloween costume and we'll do homework. What is wrong with people in the world today? Do, do your, your homework! homework. Get to your room and Holy don't come out cow. until you're finished. Listen, there is hardcore research backing this up. New research published in the new issue of Child Development. That's a magazine. That's a journal. Yeah. finds that children are more likely to work harder when they're dressed as the Cape Crusader. How do they even pr- provide that study? Who and, does that? And where's the test group? The study says taking a mental step back from one's own situation could help children pres- persevere in the face of distraction. Go what? do your homework. Will it, will it help I, them do, what the, is that? The, what does do that mean? the dishes and the laundry, too? Because yeah. I might try that. Go do your homework, and if you don't, you're getting a spanking. Oh, my God, <laughs> the world is no. burning. Yeah. So taking a, this is the way they phrase this, taking a mental step back from one's own situation. Reality, that, yeah. Okay, that means dressing up to become right. something oh, else in a new reality. reality. Okay, so it's not just Batman. It could be Wonder Woman. It could be Spider-Man. Yes, okay. uh, yes. It, that's could the, be, it could be a, a, a or, surrogate for motherhood. Or it, could, or it could be, here's some weird examples. Or it could be costumes of Bob the Builder. Sure. What is that? Who is he? Well, who is Bob the Builder? Bob the Builder. I got really? kids who are older than this. Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel. I remember her sure. let, letting down her hair. Yeah. And Dora the Explorer. Dora, how about SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> I think it would work. Yeah, okay. Good. That's a step back. And then what happens when these kids go to elementary or junior high and they're feeling uncomfortable there? Do they have to dress up in school yeah. then? Dress as Batman. Yeah. Come to class. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. teacher. I couldn't get that project, you know, uh, project yeah, in it's for a you. Good thing no, this is from the vaunted and well-respected journal, Vicky, Child Development. It's a good thing there's no shortage of surveys out there because I don't know what the hell you do for it, a newscast. It's, it's, 
These surveys are good for morning shows. Come on, you oh, know that. Please, Child man. development, any of those magazines, books, these people are all lost. Please, you, you let your human instincts kick in and raise a child the right way. Forget these stupid nonsense help books. You know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing my dad coming home from work and uh, talking to my mother after he finds that she has dressed me up as Batman so that I could do my homework. <laughs> I don't think that would have been a good scene. That wouldn't right. have I think he may have had a small problem. It wouldn't have worked at my house either. No. Coming up, serious story. Wildfires continue to burn through Southern California. They've now reached San Diego. We're going live to ensure California to get the latest from ABC News in just a moment. First, the latest on traffic, Bernie Viter. That's 743. Good morning, everyone, in the tri-state area or wherever you may be listening on the iHeart app around the country. Uh, my special co-host today, Sal Licata. W.O.R. Sports Guy. You hear him on Wednesdays with Pete McCarthy. So welcome, Mr. Licata. So far, so good, right? Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great. Much better than I thought, Len. Yeah, you were worried about it. How you'd have to know stuff. Yeah, very See, nervous, I've, right. I've quickly disavowed uh, anyone of that uh, <laughs> knowledge that you have to know stuff to come from sports to do this. Uh, we're going to go to Alex Stone of ABC News in just a moment. He's, it's in the middle of the night for him. He's in Ventura, California. Before we get to him, I, this is one of these stories that uh, you say, a duh, so they passed a bill yesterday in New Jersey that it's uh, illegal to operate a drone while drunk. There you go. Congratulations, legislators. I <laughs> really? I mean, why wouldn't that? I mean, why wouldn't that be an obvious? No, I, I don't know about you, Len. I would. I should think it would be illegal to operate any drone. I don't like the drones flying around. I think it's bad the way that we're going here. So especially if you if you're allowed to operate, you, the least you can do is be sober while doing it. No. Well, the New Jersey bill would make operating a drone under the influence of alcohol a disorderly person offense, which carries a sentence of up to six months in jail or a thousand dollar fine. I'd like to know who the first person is who's going to be arrested for operating it. But that could be serious. How would they even know that? How do you find know. that out? I don't know. Anyway, that's what New Jersey did. Congratulations. There's your legislation of the day. Alex Stone, ABC News, and Ventura. Alex, I, I obviously, the story is all-consuming on the West Coast. Here in New York, we get bits and pieces. Can you give us an idea of the scope of this thing? Well, now six large wildfires that are burning from Santa Barbara County all the way down to the Mexico border to, to uh, San Diego County, and it's about 150 miles uh, of fires that are burning every day. There have been new fires popping up, and these are all large fires. These aren't just, you know, little fires that make the run and they put them out. These are all sizable fires, many of them burning homes. The one that uh, I'm on right now, guys, is uh, the Thomas Fire here in Ventura County. This one is now 115,000 acres. It just keeps going up. Unbelievable. This one is massive. It is a monster. It's moving into Santa Barbara County now, into a town called Carpinteria. There were evacuations overnight there. number of evacuations on the other side, on the back side of the fire, and the town uh, of Fillmore, and we know 430-some-odd buildings have now been destroyed on this fire. Most of those are homes. They just don't know which ones are and which ones are you know, other buildings that were on properties as they're racing to, to try to fight this thing. And all of this is wind-driven. It's these Santa Ana winds that just will not go away. You know, Alex, from afar, we hear about this, it seems, every year, right? Once or twice a year, these wildfires happen in L.A., out in the West Coast, in California. How serious is this one? Because it sounds like it's massive, as you're saying. How serious is this one in comparison to ones that we've heard about in years past? Well, it's extremely serious. We haven't seen a year like this in a long time. And in the last couple of years have been uh, relatively calm when it comes to wildfires in Southern California. It was only two months ago that Northern California, 300 miles north, 350 miles north of here, that in Santa Rosa that they were dealing with uh, their devastation. Now Santa Rosa firefighters have made the trip down here. There are firefighters in from Western states where it takes days to drive here from Colorado, from Utah, from 
New Mexico, Arizona, all coming in to help fight these fires. They've activated military aircraft now, C-130s that are being modified with special pods underneath to, to drop fire retardant. Today, uh, Camp Pendleton is getting in the mix as well with uh, their aircraft fighting a new fire that popped up uh, late yesterday in San Diego that's burning homes right now. Uh, the, the military also had to, Mattis had to give special permission to begin flying military surveillance drones over the fires because now surveillance aircraft uh, over U.S. territory, military uh, U.S. aircraft that will begin mapping these fires to help them know where the, the flames are burning, where the heat signature is, uh, of where they're going. This is war without bullets, that they are, they're working in flanks. They've got the maps out. You've got commanders deciding to send troops in on certain sides and how they're going to cut it off and what they're going to do. But with these winds that now aren't expected to go away until Wednesday, that it's almost mm. impossible. Any fire line you cut is being jumped over. The embers are spotting, meaning they're getting picked up in the wind and being dropped as live embers starting new fires. Ten miles, the winds are so strong that an ember gets up in the air, travels ten miles, drops, and you get a new spot fire that, that's running and creates a whole new problem for fire commanders. So uh, this thing, all of this is just a beast right now. Hey, Alex, for, just uh, for a, in a quick word, we have a couple of seconds. Just uh, any death or injury reports? There's one body that was found yesterday on this fire. They don't know if she died in a car accident because of this fire or beforehand, and they just found her. They're trying to figure that all out. Right. So officially, no, which is amazing is with amazing. all of these fires. Alex Stone, ABC News. Good work in the middle of the night. Appreciate your coming on with us. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Okay, you too. Uh, coming up, President Trump's doctor once said he would be the healthiest person ever to hold the office of the presidency. Well, what happened about a slurred speech? But first, traffic. Bernie Viter. 754. How many sports guys does it take to screw in a light bulb? I got Sal Licata here as my co-host. He's one of our WOR sports guys. And I knew this fire was serious because I saw this headline in the San Francisco paper. Paris Hilton, Lionel Richie, and other celebs flee homes in Southern California fires. Yeah. So now I, now I knew it was serious. Well, because you don't, I mean, I know it shouldn't take a celebrity name to get that type of attention, but you figure, well, millionaires and rich people and famous people are above this type of stuff. But you're right. You see a headline with everybody having to move themselves. Hey, they're just like everybody else, worried about their stuff, worried about their homes. It's scary. Did I see Rupert Murdoch's home was burning down? I don't know if that was ever confirmed or not, but one report. Oh, Ray, our assistant producer? I saw that, but you know what's amazing about the whole fires is I was out in California just a little less than a month ago. There were some fires right before and right after, I missed them completely, and we thought about that. My family, we would have been in the middle of all of this. That's true. And my family, as it is, the people we went to visit, uh, are still not back in their home yet. They don't know what happened, yeah. All right, so you had the president saying this the other day when he was making his Jerusalem announcement. And God bless the United States. Thank oh, you very boy. much. So, uh, one more time. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. So clearly the late-night com- late comics went crazy, so they asked... Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders about this. She had actually walked. You know how the press secretary walks off the podium? Right. And they start yelling questions? Well, she walked off, and she heard this question. She walked back up, and here's what she said. The president's throat was dry, nothing more than that. He does have a physical scheduled for the first part of next year. Uh, the full uh, physical that most presidents go through that will take place at Walter Reed, and those uh, records will be released by the doctor following that. 
Well, I hope so. Yeah. It, it sound, I mean, it sounded a lot worse than a sore throat. I mean, we've had issues where a throat, that sounded like he was you know, having a stroke for goodness sake. No, no, no. Well, they said he was a dry throat. You know, others claimed it was dentures that he hasn't admitted to. Oh, okay. But we'll see if he does release the medical reports because while he was a, a candidate, he released this doctor saying he's going to be the healthiest president in history. And, and I said, really? More than Millard Fillmore? Because I heard that, no, I don't think Does so. Does that include mental health? Because we know where he stands. Where are you, where are you going with this? And you know where I'm going with that. By the way, you know what I noticed about this story? His diet. Did you see? I guess somebody. I saw, yeah, Corey yeah. Uh, Lewandowski, Lewandowski ever right. wrote a book about right. that. His typical order from McDonald's, two Big Macs, two filet fish and a chocolate malted. Yeah. I mean, that's what the president you know, is eating? That's breakfast for Ray, our assistant <laughs> producer. <laughs> Ray, oh, you got it. That. <laughs> that's breakfast. All right. Alice Stockton Rossini is going to be covering SantaCon for us. She has a big report coming up in the next hour. But, Alice, you're at the start. There's actually an official starting point. Is this, this is like the New York Marathon? Yes, we have breaking news, Len. Breaking news. The official starting point for SantaCon is the Burley Post Office and the list of bars that you can go to and get special drink deals has been released. So just go to SantaCon. Oh, wait a second. People didn't know where the official starting point no. was? Okay. No, no, so, no. It's a big secret until the until usually right. I'm surprised this is early. Usually it's the night before. All right. So two, two quick questions. What is SantaCon and when does it start? Okay, SantaCon starts tomorrow morning, but it started in Copenhagen in 1974 during the the oil crisis, and people were protesting the commercialism and the inequality in their society, the commercialism of Christmas. And so they staged these protests, and they have video of of Santa's being arrested. And by 1994, San Francisco got wind of it, so they also did a bar crawl, and they were— saying that they were protesting consumerism in America. And then by 1997, SantaCon came to New York City, but it was like a big secret. It was word of mouth. It was underground. Not everybody knew about it. It was kind of small. And then it slowly started to grow, and then social media came about. And when social media came into the picture, it then grew to approximately 20,000 revelers a year. Really? And so Trouble started in 2011 when, you know, public urination, uh, people fornicating in bar bathrooms, uh, people throwing up on the street, leaving a trail of destruction through neighborhoods. People started complaining. And actually, in 2014, Bushwick, Brooklyn, organized a boycott SantaCon, and they managed to get their neighborhood boycotted. Bars refused to. Uh, said that they would not serve anybody dressed as Santa, and so they actually had to change the date and move it. In 2013, the MTA, MTA, LIRR, and New Jersey Transit banned alcohol for 24 hours. And they're doing that again this year, right? And they're doing that yeah. again. This so what time? What time? Did, so everyone dresses as Santa. They go from bar to bar to bar. What time does it start tomorrow? It starts at, let me see, I think it's 10 o'clock tomorrow 10 a.m. Nothing like having drinks at 10 a.m. So avoid avoid the city. If you see anyone in red, get out of the city. And there's elves. There's elves along the route. But there's a good thing here, too. Food Bank of New York, they raise money for the Food Bank of New York. Uh, proceeds from, if you have a registration fee of about 10 bucks. Okay, so it goes for good. It's not a protest here. All right, Alice Stockton Rossini from the scene, where it's going to start. Alice, we'll check back with you next hour and get the full report. You got it. All right. <laughs> Alice, as uh, Jeff McKinney pointed out, began her report a couple of years ago. Ho, ho, ho. 
there's Santa puking in the snow. <laughs> that is fantastic. And if that isn't a warm, fuzzy holiday greeting yeah. that should be on your Kind of says it all, Merry though. Merry Christmas. Thumbs it up. Well, so coming up next, I've I got a question for you. What was the doctor doing while performing surgery? Did somebody say language lessons? That's coming up after the news with Jeff McKinney at 8 o'clock. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.